Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a six o'clock evening service tonight and a seven o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. Good to be with you this morning. Uh, nice, warm morning out there. We thank God for it. Amen. So uh want to invite you all out to church. Come on out and see us. I know God will bless you uh, as you get involved in the service. I thank God for that. Amen. Uh, you know, we're going to go over into the book of Colossians, the first chapter, and we'll start with verse 4. Um a church, a church should be a church that's, what should I say, is bearing love and actually uh, doing what God wants them to do. Uh, I, I'm not putting it exactly right, but I want to say this. Uh, in Colossians, the first chapter, verse 4, it says, Since we heard of your faith, uh, Christ Jesus, and the love which is you have for all the saints. Well, Paul was in prison when he wrote this. Uh, he received this good news from uh, Epaphras, who was uh, a co-laborer in, uh, in the Colossian church. And Paul was rejoicing and giving God thanks for their spiritual growth. Um, we could put, add uh, quite a bit there, but anyway, he was grateful to God for the love that uh, they showed to each and every one. In verse 8, it says, Who also declared unto us uh, your love in the Spirit. When Epaphras had brought unto Paul that the love of the Colossian church was a love in, in, in the Spirit of God, uh, he made known the reason for their spiritual growth. Um, let me say this. I'm going to add you got to have love for one another for a church to grow and to be what God wants it to be. Let's go on a little bit. He made this known for the reason of the spiritual growth. And, and so anyway, uh, a divine, I guess you could say a divine change uh, had been brought about in their hearts and a divine change was pure love, God's love. And, and the reason in verse 9, it says here, and he began his prayer in behalf of the Colossian church. Otherwise, asking God to grant unto them blessings fitted uh, in their hearts and their minds. Otherwise, he prayed that they might have a deeper and a a decree of knowledge and a higher degree of pure holiness. <laughs> it just about had come together, doesn't it? So anyway, in verse 9, he puts it this way, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and, de and desire that you be filled with knowledge and will in all your wisdom and spiritual understanding. Otherwise, in a sense, a better translation would read, uh, on this account, we too, since the day we heard of this cause, 
uh, or we said we since we heard of this, cease not praying and asking. That is because you know the true uh, grace of God, because you learn the true grace in truth, because you have and because of your love, which is demonstrated daily in your conduct and your dealings with other saints, because of the blessed hope laid up for you in heaven, the incorruptible, the undefiled, uh, uh, the protected by Almighty God. Otherwise, he said, we're praying for you because you're on the right track in so many words. Paul wanted the believer at the Colossian church to have a complete divine will of God, nothing lacking. Paul knew uh, when, it, when a believer uh, has a deeper spiritual understanding and wisdom, he has a vision, I guess you could say it's enlarged. Not, let me say this, not many believers I'm going to kind of hesitate there, but not many believers enjoy their spiritual birthright to its full fullness. Most of us, most of them just accept God's second best. If you are not enjoying your salvation, if you are not enjoying every day with Him and letting the world know about Jesus, there then we have to better check our faith, check our life. Think about it. We may, may better check and see uh, what, what's lacking. Otherwise, the Amplified puts it this way, that you may walk and live and conduct yourselves in the manner worthy of the Lord. Fully, now watch this, fully pleasing him and desiring to please him, that should be our goal. In all things, bearing fruit in every good work and steadfastly growing and increasing in, the, in and by the knowledge of God with a fuller and deeper and closer insight and acquaintance with him. It's pretty, pretty strong, isn't it? But the thing is, God wants believers to be what they profess to be. Not many believers enjoy that spiritual birthright. Uh, let's go on. Verse 10, it says, That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Otherwise, to walk worthy of the Lord is to yield to his Holy Spirit and to walk in such harmony with the Spirit of God that we will exhibit, and let me say that, we will exhibit his purity. I kind of hesitate there, but his purity, his humility, his love, and his very life. We are here to represent him. So God has given us the, the tools in the Holy Spirit to guide and help us. We are to walk in his steps. We are to get his, into the yoke <laughs> and, and to 
seek and walk um, and be what he wants it to be in every way. Here is, the, uh, here is a church that walks in faith and love. But Paul prayed for them, amen, that they might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing with, you know, otherwise what does this mean? Unto all pleasing. Well, the highest pleasure of the Lord Jesus is to see himself in you. Let me say that. The highest pleasure of the Lord Jesus is to see himself in you. His own, in his own likeness, in those who are called to be the children of God. He wants to see his lordship in their life in their thoughts, in their actions, in their purposes, in their life, in everything that they do. You say, well, I can't do that. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're saying we're, we're the children of God. There has to be something within us. Otherwise, a lot of people allow the flesh to drive them. His desire for the children that they walk worthy of him. And when we do, we, we secure his approval. There is a scripture in John, the eighth chapter, verse 29, it puts it this way. He that sent me is with me. The father have not left me alone for I do always those things that please him. That, that's God's word. Let me do that again. He that sent me is with me. The Father have not left me alone, for I do always the things that please him. Wow. Hey, that, so anyway, we go on. God has set his approval upon us. His highest pleasure is to see and allow the Lord Jesus to be demonstrated in our life. We'll go on down. In verse 10, it says, He being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Paul wanted the Colossian church to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, a tree that was producing fruit and increasing in the knowledge of God. Otherwise, true knowledge will bring spiritual growth. True knowledge will bring spiritual growth. The more we learn about God, let me say this, the more we know of his love and his power and his long-suffering and his grace, the more that we learn of him, the deeper our experience is with him. The more we know of him, the more we will be, we'll have his love and be used for his glory. Let me go on a little bit. When faith and love is established in us, we have become a body holy, filled, and flooded with God himself. Let me go that again. When faith and love is established in us, 
we will become a body holy, filled, and flooded with God. Verse 20 tells us that in turn his power can work within us to carry out his purpose. What is his purpose? His purpose is to touch lives around about us. His purpose is to touch that uh, sinner out there on the street, that sinner, uh, wherever they may be. Romans 12, chapter, verse 1, he said, Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. The body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It is the instrument through which the Holy Spirit actually works. God took the body of a human being and, and came down and lived and worked through that body. We see across our city many churches that are supposed to be preaching the Word of God. God help us for not doing that. There is something wrong when you compromise. Church, whatever church you are, you need not to compromise and be, be like the world. Paul says this, take your body, take all, take it every day to the tasks you go through, to the factory you go work in, to the shop, uh, to, to, to the grocery shop where you shop, to the school that you go to, take it and worship God. A man may, you know, a man may say, I'm, I'm going to church to worship God. I'm going to a factory, to the, to the office to worship God, or I'm going to school to worship God. Paul is saying, worship him wherever you go and allow him to move and live within you. Verse 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. Romans 12, 2. Paul says we must not be conformed to this world, but be transformed from him. Otherwise, you can't live like the world. You can't take and allow of going back compromising again. Paul is saying we must undergo a change, not on the outward form, but on the inward personality. Otherwise, we let ourselves to live a life to demonstrate the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts and lives. In Christ, we live a life dominated by Christ and by His Spirit. In essence, I guess man has been changed. Now he... Uh, is not to be the sinner, but Christ is to be the sinner of that life. When, when the Lord Jesus comes and becomes the sinner of our lives, then we can say 
we have real worship unto him. We are offering unto God really true worship. If we're compromising, not so. Not so. God help us. God help the churches that compromise. One day, one day, every one of them that compromise is going to pay. We're going to stand before the Almighty God. And then you'll say, oh, why didn't I? Why? And we'll begin to stutter around and begin to say, and probably say then, God forgive me, it'd be too late. God help us not to compromise. We're going to close this morning. We thank you for listening in. Uh, we thank God that uh, we can do this. I want you to touch be, touch the Lord, reach out to, with him. The Bible says, and I'm going to say this again, present your bodies, not, not just your mind, but present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is, the Bible says, the Word of God says, your reasonable service. Are you presenting your body unto him? You need to do so. Heavenly Father, we're thankful, God, for your love and mercy. We're asking you to touch that life that's listening in. Let the Holy Spirit move upon them in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of the enemy. We have that authority in the name of, of our Lord. We have that authority. We bind the spirit that comes against those that are listening in, and possibly they're trying to live for you. But God, move up on their hearts. Give them a greater desire to live for you, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030 a 6 o'clock evening service tonight, and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.